I want to ask you first, what, how did the tiny home come about for you? When did you learn about it and, and the opportunity to, to possibly get in there and, uh, you know, play a role? Hank Alexander is very um, persuasive. <laughs> no, no, honestly, man, we're, we're excited to do it. Hank called and, and asked about it. And of course, we jumped at it because that's a cool opportunity. There's going to be a bunch of people walking through it. We're excited to just be one of the brands in there with some of the other big boys. Welcome to the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. We're just a stone's throw away from Cedia Expo 2022 down there in Dallas, Texas. Uh, first full-scale Cedia in quite a few years, and uh, I know the industry is excited to get back together. We're excited as part of the uh, Nationwide and HTSN and ASEAN Unlimited network. Um, you know, Really looking forward to getting down there to the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center, where uh, the presence is going to be, um, you know, Texas-sized, if you will. You know, we're bringing a tiny home to Dallas, uh, if you saw the news that dropped recently on the Nationwide blog. But uh, tiny home, you know, 300 square feet or, or so, give or take a, a few feet here or there, but packed with technology and and the things you'd expect a custom integrator to, uh, you know, spec into a home that they're working on and uh, putting together for a client and you know, excited for the first time ever to be able to show that off in front of the Cedia community. And, um, you know, as we get into, you know, the run up to the show, one of the, the partners that helped put some of those upgrades in is PowerShades, uh, you know, company out there uh, in the Cedia channel that uh, offers a, a selection and, and really cool technology, um, you know, motor driven power over Ethernet uh, driven motors that offer automated shades um, and, and they look great. You know, they don't have the, the bulky cables and plugs and things you'd expect that you might find on the, some other uh, options out there in the industry. And, um, you know, doing a really cool job of, you know, working their product into not only the tiny home, but this channel in general. And uh, Jason Turner, VP co-founder there of the of the company of PowerShades, hops on the podcast today. And uh, we dive into it all, you know, history of the company, kind of how they got their start, uh, a guy that has a background in the aerospace industry uh, and how he winds up, you know, working on shades and uh, these motorized shades. And um, so just a really cool story of not only his story, but the the brand itself, how it's grown over, you know, the last couple of years, how they've been working with our HTSN members and uh, just a lot of cool stuff to dive into. And, uh, you know, excited to have had Jason on the podcast. So uh, let's just go into it. This is Jason Turner of Power Shades here on the Independent Thinking Podcast. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast and uh, excited to, we're, we're gearing up for Cedia Expo here in just a, a few days, I, I believe, by the time you're listening to this, just about a week out as this episode's dropping, but uh, a lot of exciting things going on down there in Dallas and and we're excited, you can't use that word enough, I guess, uh, to you know see our partners from all across the industry, but today we, we get to focus in on uh, you know, a partner that helped pull together some some pretty cool upgrades. We, we got a new tiny home rolling into Cedia Expo down there uh, at Dallas. Excited to get that in front of the, the industry. And of course, you know, PowerShades, Mr. Jason Turner, the VP and co-founder of, of PowerShades. Appreciate you know not only what you've done for the tiny home, but also coming on and, and doing a podcast with us ahead of the show. Yeah, well, it's it's my honor to be on here. I appreciate you guys uh, thinking of us and 
Man, we're excited to be part of the tiny home, um, Cedia, just just the whole works. We're, we're ready to get the world going again, man. <laughs> we're, we're excited to get to this show. We're yep. excited for a good turnout. Um, that is our real big market, and man, we're excited to to play again. Yeah, I see. You're excited too, so you can't use that that word enough. But no, uh, yep. bef- before we dive into all that, I want to give you a chance. You know, give uh, our audience, our listeners, a little background on yourself and and you know your your path through the industry and and then you know helping co-found power shades sure um well i i guess thanks for the opportunity to bore everyone <laughs> um so i uh, i guess uh, personally i'm an electrical engineer i started in aerospace actually wow um and then worked in all sorts of automation both commercial and and residential and Ultimately, um, got kind of excited about doing big scale automation in hotels and stuff like that. And that's what led us to PowerShades, myself and my co-founder, Ryan Chacon. Uh, we've, we've kind of been doing this for years together. And this is uh, our, um, you know, our, 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 our entry point into this kind of automation. So we've been doing this now going on close to six years now. And, and man, we're having a blast with it. Yeah. Well, that's a crazy transition, uh, aerospace <laughs> to, to power, sh- like to shading. Um, what, yep. I, what, was it something in that industry that got you thinking about the automation, automation space or what was it? How do you make that, uh, what, you know, what's it like making that transition? Um, family, um, yeah, that, that's, you, you know, family has made, uh, a lot of the decisions of where I've landed in the, in the country. And the, you know, quite honestly, the aerospace part of it was a lot of fun, uh, but it was big um, stuff where we had our backpacks and, and lunch boxes checked by armed guards every day going in and out of work. And as I transitioned in my career uh, into industrial automation and machinery uh, to make mattresses and furniture and bedding and, and all kinds of stuff like that, it was just the whole automation part of it really, really intrigued me. And it's, it's just always kind of been my, my first passion in my career. I've always loved the automation part. And, um, you know, what we're doing now is a lot of fun because the Cedia industry, again, is kind of um, that whole home automation, home theater, um, smart lighting, speakers, all that. It, that's always been my, my passion. No, that's and, and so now we're in that world again and, and life is good. Yeah. And, and now, you know, the, the elevator pitch, I guess, you know, the name kind of kind of does it. But I know you guys are obviously more than just automated shades, too. So, like, talk about yep. a, a, about what, you know, Power Shades brings to the table and, uh, you know, anyone that swings by and, you know, sees you at CDO, what they'd be seeing. Sure. Um, you know, we, we really pride ourselves, myself and Ryan and, and the team we've built here, Um we really consider ourselves an engineering company first. Uh, We have a lot of IP and patents around the technology that we have brought to this industry. Um, When we started looking at the window shades world, uh, we did see some deficiencies in some of the the large scale automation. So that's what we started with and that's what we developed first. And then we partnered with, you know, really the, the, industry leaders in hardware and fabrics and that kind of thing to bring the traditional window shade to the market that everyone's used to, but with a new spin on some of the technology. And and that's really our sweet spot. 
Yeah, and, and talk about that. You know, the technology, sure. uh, you know, power over Ethernet, it's stuff like that that might, you know, to the standard retailer or, mm-hmm. you know, consumer might not mean a lot. But when you get into this integration community, that yeah. the, those three little letters mean a, a quite a bit and uh, <laughs> they, they get excited about it for sure, right? <laughs> yep, um, for sure. So um, power over Ethernet, man, it's, uh, you know, it's really ubiquitous across the commercial industry and, and a lot of residential high-end or high-end residential stuff. And it's it's simple things like powering your Wi-Fi access point or maybe a, a touch screen in the wall or a, a phone, uh, security cameras. There's all these devices now that, that need a communication path, but they also need a little bit of power. And historically, you had to use kind of a wall wart thing we would call it. So you'd have a a network cable you'd plug into your device and you'd also have this wall wart that you had to find a plug in for to power it. So several years back, they came out with a standard of power over ethernet and it's exactly what it sounds like, you know, a very clever name, but it, it provides a little bit of power also over that network cable. And to be perfectly honest, that was the stepping off point for us because when we started looking at this industry, we just expected that that was already out there. And Ryan and I were both pretty floored when we found out it wasn't. So that was our first real effort. Um, and, and we developed and, and patented the power over ethernet motor. Um, still the only company in the industry making that motor and supplying it. And it, it just, it makes the install and the control so much easier. Every low voltage guy out there already has the crimpers to put the ends on that cable. Uh, Most of these guys already know how to do the networking very well. Um, So it's just a natural extension. They, they run that cable that they're already running for all the voice and data in the, in the building, the home. Um, And in our case, they just plug it into the motor when they mount the shade. Um, There's no, extra boxes there's no converters there's it's very simple and and almost as importantly especially when you start getting into these big structures they don't have to hire a high voltage licensed electrician to do every one of those power drops and and that's a significant money saver right there and you know then the the low voltage normal av guys and network guys can all get in there and work on it and troubleshoot it and um you know, so that, as I said, that was really our big uh, stepping in point and toe in the water in this industry. And, and since then, we've, of course, developed a lot of connectivity, a lot of additional technology. We've got multiple other motors um, and, and other, I would say, other product lines that are very quick to be launching Um you know, we're kind of like a, a duck on the water where we just are, are cruising along, but under the water, man, we're just paddling away and, and trying to get all the stuff out there we can. Uh, we've got a wonderful network of dealers, and in, including all the nationwide people um, that are comfortable with the products we're doing today. But, you know, we get these requests if you guys could also do this or also do that. So we've got a great engineering team here um, that we're just cranking away in the, you know, in the lab, in the back room, trying to get that stuff out there. I'd also, you know, you mentioned all the the benefits of, you know, what you've been able to uh, achieve with that power over Ethernet. One thing that that you can't not mention, or, or, you know, you'd be remiss to 
uh, mention is, is the fact that it just looked better. You mentioned the fact that you don't have the power, the plug to, you know, that has to find mm-hmm. another outlet to plug into. And um, in a space that increasingly, it always has been, you know, th- the concern or, or wanting to make sure that the, this technology looks nice and fits into mm-hmm. designs and things like that. But um, the ability to not have to worry about a second plug or, or something that hangs, you know, off of the, the shades, off to the side, something like that oh, sure. just looks better. You know, it's it's funny, um, and, and I think probably everybody does this, depending on what industry you're in, but um, being in the industry I'm in, every time I stay in a hotel that has motorized shades, if they're not ours, <laughs> I always have to go up there and look up in the window and, and see the, the rat's nest of wires and how they're connected. <laughs> and um, I again, insert your industry here, and that's what you notice when you go out to lunch or, you know, stay in a hotel or whatever. Well, that cool opportunity too, because I know you guys, you know, we talk about um, the things that we're we're doing with our dealers. You guys are doing a lot on that the the merch commercial side as well. So talk about sort of what you've been able to do. You mentioned it a little bit with the, uh, you know, going to hotels and things like that. But um, yeah. you know, talk about that that commercial side of the business and and oh, the opportunity sure. there. Um, t- you know, really today, I would say uh, probably better than eighty percent of our business is residential, high end residential, Cedia world. Uh, but we are really growing pretty fast in the commercial world. Uh, we've done a handful of, of really large-scale hotels. Um, we do a lot of office buildings, schools. Um, you know, we've done hospitals, things like that. We just did uh, just completed the install in Connecticut for the nation's first net zero hotel called the Hotel Marcel. Really a cool project. Um, it, it's kind of a striking looking building. It's this big concrete structure um, that, um, you know, it sets on the water there in Connecticut. And we did close to a thousand of our POE motors in that wow. that building. And um, the the hotel itself is beautiful. And, and every one of the windows has dual shades in there of what we call day night, where you go to bed at night, you can drop the blackouts. But during the day, you can raise the blackouts and and just have a kind of a light filtering thing in there that gives you some privacy, but blocks the the real blaring sun coming in. Um, that's been a, a, a lot of fun. And, you know, with our technology and the way that, um, not to go too deep, but um, how IP based we are, how easy our stuff is to control. And, and a lot of our product just sets on the local network in the building it lends itself very well to to some of these bigger, what they call building automation systems, which are typically different than your your home automation guys um, because they're controlling HVAC and elevator systems and and large scale lighting and um, a lot of similarities between the two, of course. But when we step off into that large scale building automation stuff, um, they're, they're just typically ends up being more needs, more sure. um, more connection points, more data points, and and our system lends itself very well to that and can just hang on that network. Pretty cool to see that sort of, you mentioned they're very similar, but also like thinking about the fact that it's more than just maybe, you know, a five-bedroom house. It's a 35-floor yeah, yeah. uh, hotel, so it's a little, it, a little exactly. bit more taxing. <laughs> so. You know, and they start doing a lot of really cool stuff where, um you know, they know what rooms are, of course, rented, yep. what rooms are rented and occupied, what rooms are rented and not occupied. 
because everybody does it. You go, you check into a hotel, you crank your air conditioner down, you open the windows, turn on the TV, and then you go to the pool or or the <laughs> bar maybe, you know, depending right. on on how your day's been. <laughs> and um, the hotels are doing a lot of really cool stuff now to know that, not that they're being creepy and spying or anything at all like that. They just through motion sensing and, and some occupancy sensing, it, it radically helps them reduce energy cost, which that part is easy enough to do. The real kind of magic and, and fun part of it is to make the, the room recover quick enough so that whenever the guest comes back to the room, they don't know that the hotels yep. tried to save a few bucks on the air conditioning and stuff. <laughs> no, that's, so. that's funny. I, you th Again, that's something too, that can be scaled. Well, not that can be, that is being scaled down. You think of some of the, you know, the smart, uh, like thermostats and sensors that you have in rooms, they can tell when you're, you're there and, and when you're not, yeah. whether the consumer recognizes it and, um, yeah. you know, temperatures will be adjusted based on your schedules and, and what it learns over time. So hotel rooms, much the same. And, Again, just that that much larger scale of you know you, you, having the air raised a couple degrees for a few hours is going to across all of those rooms in the hotel is going to make a big difference on cost for oh, them as well. It's so. huge. It's double digits. It's yeah. it's twenty thirty percent energy savings and unbelievable. You know that that's absolutely one of those places where I feel like technology has made our lives better. Yeah, for sure. Really, really cool to see and um to to kind of you know. Focus in on what's coming up. We've got CDO. We mentioned it at the top, and and you guys are going to be playing a part of that in our in our tiny home. So, I yeah. want to I want to ask you first. What? How did the tiny home come about for you? When did you learn about it, and and the opportunity to to possibly get in there and uh, you know play a role in our tiny home? Um, I would say Hank Alexander is very um, <laughs> <laughs> persuasive. No, no, honestly, man, we're we're excited to do it. Hank called and, and asked about it. And of course we jumped at it because that's a cool little opportunity. Um, no pun intended. Um, it, it's a cool little house. It's a, a there's gonna be a bunch of people walking through it. Um, we're excited to just be one of the brands in there with some of the other big boys. You know, it's it's an honor for us to be included in that. Um we're, we're excited to be involved in it. We hope to get some good exposure there. And, you know, quite honestly, a lot of people, part of our goal with that is a little more exposure in that motorized shades don't just have to be a luxury. So many people think of them, of, you know, you watch a movie and, and some penthouse in New York has them or something, but they don't have to be expensive. You're already going to put some window shades in, in your house anyway. It's not that much of an upgrade to go ahead and motorize some of them. So we're excited to be part of that and, and show people how easy they can be, how quiet they can be, um, and not as expensive as a lot of people think. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to have our own booth there as well. And in fact, we're we're kind of going to be in all over the show. We've got three different locations. We've got our own big booth. We're in the tiny home and, and we're part of the powerhouse Alliance booth as well. And, and we'll be in all three places and we're going to have our, our, our a team sales guys out there and gals. Yeah. And man, we look forward to meeting everybody and, and just, you know, 
getting back in the sandbox. Yeah, for, for sure. I, well, part of the, to talk about the tiny home that I feel like all of the things Hank's trying to do to that is because he wants to live in that. Maybe, you know, he's, he's out there in Wyoming. Maybe he just wants to like, just further get himself into that wilderness, uh, sort of mindset and, and go on the road with the tiny home and have it be his home on the road. I don't know, but so he's just go. trying to get it's, all it's his toys. In it. <laughs> exactly. So no, but, uh, what, so what, Talk, talk about products specifically. Like I know obviously the window treatments and, and the shades that are on there, but what are you, what did you guys put in there? Um, you know, as, as they were, as those were being upgraded. Well, uh, in the, the tiny home specifically, I, I believe we just got some shades in there and, and some controls, some wall controls, stuff like that. Um, in the, um, you know, in our regular booth, we're going to be showcasing some new stuff this, this year, some, uh, one of the big things in our industry that's uh, uh, on a lot of people's mind is the light gaps, meaning, you know, how much light comes through on either side of the shade. Uh, we're going to be showcasing some stuff with much smaller light gaps, some new hardware. Uh, we are going to be showcasing some of our new outdoor shades, which uh, is really growing with all the outdoor living and um, people doing outdoor kitchens and kind of living spaces outside. So, doing the shades out there properly and in side channels can, you know, throughout the year really enhance the life. You can keep bugs out, sun out, wind, rain, um, but kind of just as importantly in the colder months by lowering these guys and putting a little heater out there, you can really reclaim a lot of that patio area or outdoor area and use it year round. Yeah. It's, in, it's interesting. Never, I guess, thought about the idea you've seen obviously over the last couple of years, so much uh, of this move to, you know, have more entertainment space outdoors and get outside mm -hmm. things like that. Uh, outdoor shading, I, you know, not something that would have come to mind, but cool to see it kind of, kind of, you guys have been able to, to find a way to make it work. Yeah. And we'll be showing that. Like I said, we've got, um, there's ways to seal the sides of it, the, the bottom of it and, you know, really keep mosquitoes and everything at bay. Oh, that's awesome. I, how about just being back at sea? You mentioned it a little bit, getting back into the sandboxes, mm -hmm. as you call it, but being able to get back to, you know, getting face to face with this community and this industry. And obviously, you know, there was a CD Expo last year, but uh, it was around the time of the, the things swinging back up with uh, the mm -hmm. pandemic and all. But really, this being the first one in almost, it feels like three years, I think it might be three years since yeah. we really got yeah. together as a group. Yeah, man, we're really excited about it. Uh, as I said, we're bringing uh, a several of our team members um we are super excited to get out there and you know as we've been growing of course we don't get a chance to get out and meet all of our dealers and and um this is really going to be a good chance for us to put faces with names we're really excited about um seeing all of our old friends that that uh, are in the industry and and you know we're equally as excited about meeting some new people and signing up some new dealers. It's just, there's an excitement at Cedia that's hard to duplicate. Um, they, you know, we have been thankful for the the regional Cedia shows that have been going on all over the country. And of yeah. course we attend most of those, um, but there's just really no substitute for the big show. Um, it's the energy there. You Inevitably you see some new cool stuff that, um, you, you didn't even know was in the industry and it, 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 it always ends up planting some seeds and making us take a couple twists and turns as we get back home to think about um, new technologies, new things we could add, um, new partnerships, new opportunities. Um, 
we're excited. I, I guess that's in a nutshell. I might be the headline of this episode is Power yeah. Trade's excited for Cedia. No, but we are too. I know everyone is. So you're not a, absolutely not alone in that. And, uh, but, you know, before we let you go, I want to talk about uh, or give you the chance to talk about what it's been like. You've been working with our, our HTSN uh, members here for a little while now. So what's it, what's that been like? What have you learned from them? And, uh, you know, what, what's been, you know, working in, in terms of uh, getting out in front of these dealers for, for our community? Um, well, again, we've made some good friends in there. Uh, we've uh, really met some some great people and companies. I tell you, the biggest thing we've learned is what an opportunity there is. Uh, most of these HTSN dealers um, are extremely comfortable and, and doing great at selling all of the, the things that they're used to selling. Um, motorized window shading is not something that most of these dealers uh, or, you know, these retailers have been doing. And so we've been seeing a lot of excitement in a new revenue stream for these guys. Um, we've, um, you know, it, it, that's really the biggest thing I would say. This, this just isn't a product line that most of these retailers are, are real comfortable with or have experience in. So we've had a lot of opportunity and training in bringing people up to speed, teaching them the benefits of, of shading and, and, you know, in particular motorized window shading. Um, so it's, it's really a growth path for us that we're excited to keep working on and growing. And, um, you know, we see big things to come out of it. I, I have to imagine, you know, that thought of, of it's not something that they're used to, that's got to go across the entire space. So that, what's it been like at getting dealers educated on this type of product? And, you know, what are some of the things you're saying as far as, you know, tips to to work shades into a conversation that, you know, typically has, they're used to talk about home theaters and speakers and, and yeah. video, that sort of stuff. Um, training, 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 man. That's yeah. been the big thing is to get people up uh, to speed. Um, one of the maybe slight differences that we've done as a company is a, as a philosophy is to make the onboarding and the training um, and, and, and COVID, you know, to be quite honest, has played into that in that we have tried to digitize as much of our training and, and material as we can. Um, we've got a great sales team that just spends hours doing trainings and Zoom calls and, um, you know, all sorts of training with these these dealers. But it's getting the tools in their hands, which is, I would say, the most important thing to where they have a fabric book, they have a hardware sample kit that they can take out to, you know, John Q homeowner's house and and set on the table and let the wife pick these fabrics up and see what matches her couch or her walls. And, um, you know, because our dealer base is extremely competent in wiring and programming and mounting and all that what we do find is often they aren't comfortable making design you know interior design choices right. and so getting the right materials in their hands uh, to help that process um, and we honestly work quite a bit a, a lot of our really successful dealers audio video integrator dealers um, they work hand in hand with designers who get involved and help take our books into the homeowners homes and um you know, the end result there it, it very often is is much more pleasing where you've got truly a designer involved and that automation specialist involved. Yeah, I was going to say that's a, a nice segue to be able to talk 
to that community uh, that yep. I know has you know gotten a lot of interest and attention from the CDS space over the last couple of years. So, um, and and you know, I guess a little segue there is I would say a lot of the HTSN members typically are are maybe a little heavier on the design background, or you know, so that it really is a good compliment. Yeah, it's awesome to see, and it'll be cool to see it all come together uh, at at CD here in just a little bit. So. Um, Jason, we appreciate it. It's a lot of fun, a lot of fun getting to learn, you know, not, not only about the brand, but what you've been able to bring to our, our tiny home, or I guess Hank's tiny home, if we want to call it that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> no, but we're, we're looking forward to it. And just to say it one more time, excited to, to see you down there in Dallas and, and, uh, have some fun as a, a full community for the first time in a long time. <laughs> Likewise, man. Thanks for having us on the show. Um, it was great to meet you and, and, uh, you know, thanks to your listeners. We're really excited to get there and looking forward to what the rest of this year brings. Awesome. And thanks again to Jason. Uh, you know, obviously a busy time right now as we're getting ready for Cedia, uh, just a couple days away and, uh, you know, appreciate him taking the time and sharing their story. Uh, a lot of cool things going on, you know, not only uh, in, in the power shades and, and what they're doing with the tiny home, but uh, some stuff that they'll be showing off at, at their own booth at Cedia um, and uh, just a, a lot of cool things happening. So uh, appreciate him. And as always, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast and we will catch you next time.